You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Um, so do you? No. Do we compare... I yeah. don't think, and yeah, why would they compare hair? Do, do, do you just compare each other's size or like D's? Are you ever like, let me see your butthole. Is your butthole as cool as mine? Uh, or like, let me see your no. ball. Oh, you know the answer to this. You're fucking insane. Yeah. Do you really want <laughs> me to answer the butthole question? <laughs> no. No. But, but, uh, no, but you know if, if one of your friends is, oh, did, was that really loud? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm sorry. You know if uh, one of you, like if there's like a, guy in the group that's like you know well endowed or whatever that you know that just from years of being well i think comedians guys are, seem to I don't know, know maybe more. all no you know what my guy he, he talks about how like in college his friends would be like they all know who had the big dick or who had the big balls or who had the small dick okay yeah. uh and then growing i'm from like a small suburb of toronto when it mm-hmm. was quite boring when mm-hmm. we were teenagers so people they would disrobe sometimes just to be outrageous or whatever so you've seen your friends um nude at like a party or something okay, like yeah that. like frank the tank frank the tank yeah. i guess girls right, do that right, a lot right. but i don't i didn't really do that a lot like once in a while a girlfriend would be like oh, i have something weird down there can you look and then i'd look and i'd be like you don't have herpes that's just an ingrown hair and she's like will you taste it <laughs> and i was like okay I, then, oh yeah no no i've been and in that's that college <laughs> i've been in that situation where a friend might think something's going down and yeah. then you take yeah. a look that's good yeah. friendship right uh i think so yeah i never showed you mine Nick. Um, I know. I've Have showed I? mine a lot. I think I sent you pictures of when I had like an ingrown hair. No, I looked at it then. No, I sent you pictures too. No, you really? never did. I don't think so. Anyway, we, this is for off the air. Um, just I don't care. Ingrown hairs fucking suck though. They really do. That's why we recommend Ten Skin. They're sponsoring the pod. Nope, they're oh. not. But they're not. They should be. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Ooh, I have some things that sex things for to recommend people to watch. Great. Um, there's this great one that I just sent Anya the other night. It's um, girls having orgasms. Um, they're sitting on Sibians, which are these like, it's, it looks like a saddle that you sit on and then there's this like vibrator on it. And so it just like makes you have an orgasm just by sitting on it. It's on oh, the it's Howard Stern show a lot. I thought they were called a Siberian. <laughs> I'm just being just honestly, I've never, it's called a Sibian? Sibian, yeah. Oh, okay. But that's interesting because it does, it makes sense that you would put the, that puzzle together. Like, yeah. Because words look like um, images to you. It's a like, Siberian Husky dildo. Yeah, so you sit on the Siberian Husky <laughs> and then you, <laughs> and so you you like, it makes you have an orgasm. And these, so they've, there's a ton of stuff online where like girls are sitting on it, but it's only like a shot from the waist up and they're wearing clothes. And so they're just like, Mm-hmm. And, they're and they're trying just, to lip sync this and, song. No, they're not lip syncing. They're singing a well, song. Like this, it's a girl band, and they're singing oh, this right. song. And they're just like, ah, and then like at the beginning, they're just like laughing, kind of just like, ah, and and singing, and it's funny. But at the end, they like can't keep it. They can't sing, and it's just, you're just watching these girls like have an orgasm. And then there's another one where this like porn star is on one, and she's like reading a book, and she just like can't keep it together it's just like funny to see someone yeah have an orgasm and uh try so what was that i forget the link i'm such an idiot we'll you put it in the Google description it. like ba- a girl band having orgasms yeah while singing on yeah. youtube singing orgasm yeah. youtube 
girls. They're cute. Yeah, it's 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 not it's even funny. Like, they get flushed. There's you know they start to sweat. They start to laugh. But they they all have different reactions. But it is really it is interesting. it's really interesting. It's sort of goofy, but then hot. Too. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. What do you else? Have any recommendations? Oh, for sex stuff, um, just do what Nikki did in the last podcast with her boyfriend in the street. That sounds perfect. Uh, <laughs> everyone, be careful. Don't do that. Can you imagine? Like, because if I got caught doing that, you get. You you're a sexual offender. Yeah, really. And you have to go like introduce yourself to your neighbors. You, yeah, oh, you Jesus. Have to that'd be fun. I could meet some new people. And you can't get into the <laughs> whole story if you start a conversation with "I'm a sex offender." I would assume people don't stick around to hear the whole story. Like, I mean, I could just be like, "I'm a sex offender. I got caught having sex in the street." <laughs> like, I could with just my boyfriend talk really fast. Um, who's seven? Just kidding. That's um, the, yeah, that's, yeah. It's it's a that's that sucks. Like, if public urination is like a, you're a sex offender. I, in some places, really? I think that you can be like considered because you get you put your penis out in the street. Yeah. Oh my god, my dad did that once in Russia. Did he get busted? Yeah, by the KGB. Really? What? Yeah, is that who they are now? Are they still the KGB? I don't know. You're Russian. Yeah. We were in Moscow in like 2005 at this family event, and we couldn't find my dad anywhere. My mom made me play this show at this country club, and it was the worst gig I've ever had. I was like, sure, I'll do it. And she was like, it's the most, it's the best. It's a five-star country club in Russia. You'll love it. I show up. It's like a dining hall. The stage is this tiny four by four foot area in between this brick archway. So imagine this huge like like cafeteria filled with angry Russians eating loudly. Oh, then wow. in the middle of it is this weird brick archway like this, Nick. Like that. Yeah. And I'm fit and you can only either face one brick side or the other side of the brick archway so i can't even look at the crowd so i'm just like singing into brick oh wow nobody was listening to me i was trying to tell jokes like half in russian which is terrible it's like five-year-olds she t she spoke russian the other night on the phone to her mom and it was so awesome it was well you I yes found it's amazing i don't know but anyway so i'm like nobody cares I'm like trying to play these songs playing like sociopath which is the song of my first record and nobody gets it nobody and I'm just like I can't wait to get through this gig my mom's wasted with her friends like drinking and eating in the corner I'm like glad I took this gig at this prestigious place anyway we're done we're looking for my dad everywhere can't find him anywhere then we start getting nervous because my dad doesn't speak Russian that well we walk, everyone's leaving, the night's over, still can't find my dad, he's been gone like an hour. We finally find him outside in between these two cars, halfway down the road, and he's like, Anya, Anya, which is my mom's name also. Shouts to her, he's like, help me. So he goes over there, he's with these three cops, and they have him like, I think he's almost handcuffed, and they caught him for public urination. And I'm like, why couldn't you just go pee inside in yeah. the fucking country club, Pop? And he was like, I just wanted to sneak into Nikki's room. <laughs> he was like, I don't know. I just wanted to go for a walk. I was stressed out and I couldn't find the bathroom in there. So I just went for a walk and I thought I could just pee behind these cars. So he got caught and they ended up bribing my mom and she had to get, like, pay them off like 40 rubles or something. Is that, how many blowjobs was that? <laughs> <laughs> and then they let him go. Oh my God. Wow. They almost took his passport. It was a huge thing. Anya, what's going on with you? <laughs> Oh, well, Phil, it was interesting hearing your story on the on part one of this about Mellow. Uh-huh. But it did bring up a lot of like, ugh, like re not resentment, but just like the situation that I'm in that I've talked about a couple podcasts ago, which by now, who knows where I am in my real life, like in real time. 
with this, but um, the person that I sort of was involved with, it was like a casual thing that I said I couldn't handle being that anymore and kind of wanted to take some space from it because yeah. I wanted more uh-huh. or whatever. Now, I don't know what's happening. Now he's like, we're supposed to meet and talk. He didn't accept my leaving. <laughs> yeah, you well, pretty the- much were like, this is what I want, and I know what you're, you can only be friends, and I can't <clears throat> handle that emotionally because I really have feelings for you. Yeah. And so you go, so I can't talk. So you like cut him off. Then Yeah, just for a little while I said I just need to, you know, eventually I can be friends, but just right now I can't. And you were really special to me and it felt good and compassionate whenever and then it was done. And then a, like <coughs> a week later? I was miserable. Miserable. <laughs> I was really sad. And then I just kept thinking like, what did I do? I, we were friends too and I really missed the friendship and this is going to suck. Anyway, so then I... I heard from him and he was just like, this is really stupid. And, you know, he felt dismissed. And wait, can I just take you back to when you were sitting in that cafe and you saw that email come in? What was like your first? Did you like? I felt overcome with all those feelings. Well, first, it it seemed sort of harsh, like his email. I was just like. But no, I'm just talking about when you saw the his name show up in the inbox. Oh, of course. I was like thrilled because I felt like. Am I the only person missing? Are you like mid chew, and then you're like, <laughs> you stopped, or you like spit out your coffee or something? Yeah, I just, I just want a moment I like threw that for up my in the table. rom-com. Um, I think, I, yeah, I was just like, I th- I wasn't eating anything because I've been so miserable. Mm-hmm. I just haven't really had an appetite, so I was probably drinking my sixth cup of English breakfast tea in almond milk and like refreshing my email for the tenth time. And then it came in and I thought it was hallucinating. And then I read it and it was not exactly what I wanted to read either because it, was, it wasn't like, I miss you, I love you. It was just like, this sucks and this is stupid. Basically, your email is stupid. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. but <clears throat> sometimes people can't, maybe, sometimes people can't articulate exactly how they're feeling. Like maybe you just meant the situation stupid. Yeah, and then I immediately felt bad because he felt sort of like dismissed. So I don't know. I, I don't know where things will end up. It doesn't feel like it's... It's been a doozy, though. I oh. mean, that happened on Thursday. It happened a couple weeks yeah. ago. Well, it happened oh, for our timeline now. No, it didn't happen a week ago. It happened like f- five days ago. Oh, what? Four days his ago. His email? Yeah. You so I left, I, I left, I ended it. Then a week later or so, he said we should talk. Oh, this sucks. And then I wrote back and said, why don't we meet? And so we were supposed to meet today, but something happened. He's not feeling well, so maybe we'll meet later this week. Anyways, I know it's really entertaining, but it's, I'm feeling very. It's uh, interesting because what distressed. I think dressed. We all represent. I think every listener who's listening can relate to something that each of us has said today about our relationships, like what where we're at. Is that true, you guys? Nothing's. I, I know that I, know, I, relate I relate to, to yours. you. I relate to Phil, but I feel like my story. Are you you are your story, so you better relate to yours. Are you gonna go in? Are you gonna go and meet him with exactly what you want to hear? No, I, I this it's not. I'm not going to get anything. I just want to just sort of show up honestly and reconnect. How do you know he's not gonna say I, I want to be with you? I, I, don't, I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. know what he'll say. I doubt it. Why? Um, he can't. He can't. I mean, he said from the beginning, like, he, you know, really can only offer me friendship. Why? I don't know. He just can't. He's not capable. Well, I think you got to stick to your guns. 
Well, I'm not asking for your advice. <laughs> oh, you're not? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I know what I should do. I know what I can't do. Yeah. It's... It's hard because Maybe I, think, not. I think it's, um, it, for me, I relate to it, like, I would explain it to people who don't get it, like, um, when you are on a diet and you're like, okay, I'm not going to eat that thing that I love to eat. And you, like, hold out and you're like, I know it's good for me not to eat that. I'm going to not eat it. And then you suddenly have a moment of weakness or something stresses you out and you fucking eat all of it. And yeah. you can't stop. And that's that's that mo moment at two o'clock in the morning or that's that moment where you just put all logic aside every time i've tried to not see this person or like muscle through it or whatever eventually something happens where i'm like oh i don't th that's stupid like i need to i need to talk to him or connect with him in some way you well can't you and there's no guns to stick to like it's not relationship it's not like it's not what do you call it it's not destined to be a relationship she knows what's the right thing to do for her but it's too hard to do because she wants him this i don't want to talk about it anymore it's just not it's not even like a good topic for like I, it's just i'm in the middle of it right now so i know i'm gonna like detest listening back to this because it doesn't have any resolution so i don't really see the point of breaking it up Oh, well, it's on your... I mean, that's just what humans do. If something's on their mind, they bring it up. Yeah, I mean, it is on my mind, and it's... it's. You know what it is? It's just frustrating that it doesn't have an end, and I can't control it. And yeah. And, and, like... No, but you can't I control appreciate, what you want. I appreciate that my friends care, and they want to, like, give me advice and stuff, but the fact of the matter is, I just know I'm going to do... Like, it, the relationship itself, I believe, have has a life of its own and a lifespan of its own, so I'm just gonna sort of stand out of the way and like do the best I can to be kind and not hurt myself or anybody else in the interim. But I'm not gonna be like, this thing ends now, cause that doesn't work. It's like you with Mellow, like you tried to walk away from it and then you had your epiphany about it and then you guys are getting back and seeing where that goes, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, st I don't know what it means to like stick by my guns. Well, you <clears throat> draw. You drew a line in the sand and said, "This isn't what I want. This isn't healthy for me." Yeah, but then I immediately felt bad. Um, oh, really? To me, I was when I heard you did that. I was like, "It is unprecedented." That that I thought it was amazing that you did that. It was, <laughs> it, and you know what? Like, don't we all wish that we could do what we know is right for us? But it's not that easy. And I think you need to be easier on yourself and not hate to hear these things that you're saying do you know what i mean like it's it's not as easy as like oh i know that he can't get me what i want so i should just go i don't even I know that i want a relationship with him <laughs> that's in particular. True. so it's like it just feels sort of manipulative to be like i want you to be my boyfriend or what it's like it's not there i think what i want is something a little more on the road to that maybe but really just to get to know each other better and not have it be whatever it was and that might work out for us it's always black and white yeah we've talked about this so much this weekend about like it's either all or nothing like i either mm -hmm. i either have all of him or we don't talk right and there's no in between because we we feel out of control in the in between right. and that's what causes like being feeling out of control is so hard especially in a relationship when you feel like you have no power and you're just and we're defenseless. constantly trying to like exert that power in some way as human beings mm -hmm. in life in all things whether it's a relationship or job or financial thing or friendship or what 
with parents or you know whatever your career you're like i have to control this and figure out the future i don't know what the future is so i'm going to set these parameters uh-huh. and then like for me anyway it's been my experience like that never works i i never can like control something and man- manipulate it into getting what i want and i try i think i tried to do that with this person that i was dating mm-hmm. with that email with being like this is what i want and this is not what i'm getting and you can't do it so bye and it was like kind of like shitty i can see what like you're just making it so i'm comparing this to food again because that's all i can think about um like when i if i like know that i'm gonna eat the rest of this thing i like throw it in the trash that's what you did you're just like okay i'm making it so i can't even right. have it and then you went back in the trash or he 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 pulled up <laughs> that's the trash a terrible was, metaphor no i mean no, I'm, it's a great metaphor but it's just it, it, it i'm not saying you're trash or he's trash or whatever but like it came it came back and now you're like okay maybe i can make this work and maybe i can still eat this and this didn't touch that and like now yeah what i'm doing now i don't feel that way i think i'm just ha- i'm trying to have like a, a a more human conversation with somebody good instead of just I, I broke my own rule, like I said last time, about like having heavy conversations over te- text and email. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. It's I, not yeah. good. Oh, it's the worst. Because you can't, you could start saying something and then just based on their breathing pattern over the phone, you'd be like, oh, I can tell this is fucking them up, so I'm going to ease back a little or mm. whatever. But in a text, you're just like, boom, it's like a contract or like a, yeah, it's so Remember impersonal. when, like, I just remember in the 90s and, like, just growing up and hearing p- adults talk about relationships, I would always hear, like, he broke up with her on the phone. That used to be the yeah. texting, you know? Yeah. But now the phone is like, oh, right. he did it over a phone. Like, it was really decent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that yeah. has changed. It used to be phone was like, he what? You yeah. know, like. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, I think it's just shifted now where the phone, you're talking about like you can hear their breathing. Like wh- what about seeing their facial expression? Uh, yeah. Or, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we should at least expect someone to Skype with us uh, to break up with and us. And it's also so much easier to make something into more than it is when it's digital only or like mostly digital communication. Like I've you seen can read friends, it over and over. I've been the person who've read some, who's read something over and over and I've, assigned all this meaning to it that it doesn't warrant yeah i know i'm like he wrote an ellipses there instead (laughs) of a but but it's only two is that an ellipses what does that mean or it's it's to be continued it must have the future yeah there's so much you can read into it and um it's just it's fucking tough man but I think to yeah. cut down on the texting thing, uh, have you thought about getting uh, dyslexia? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make a joke. Sorry. But that's like prevented you from doing that probably. Yeah. Oh, totally. Like oh. you have to talk to girls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Or yeah. Yeah. So maybe, <laughs> well, maybe look into that. You're going to, I'm sorry that's Thanks. happening. And then it's upsetting you. It's just hard. It's it's really uncomfortable to talk about because I don't have it locked down. Yeah, I, I can't I make it. sense of it. And and everybody does mean well. And I don't mean to like hurt your feelings at all when I say I don't want your advice. But uh-huh. I just everybody has different opinions, and I'm I, I just have to sort of process it in my own clumsy way. And it's just this is how it's going to be. But you you can't you can't say that to someone that cares about you your situation and not have them give you advice you can't just make a statement and if someone's like oh well either way then you'll be like oh that person doesn't give a shit about you know what i mean like if you, when you present that to someone they're going to give you advice or they're going to tell you something they can tell me 
that they've been there and they can like empathize and say like that must suck you know or like that happened to me once and this is what i did or do you want to hear advice or you yeah, know? I remember when that email came in and I did not heed that. I like still said what I wanted to say and how selfish of me because of course it's easy for me to tell you exactly what to do. And I've been in the position before where I t- I'm telling people like, and he did this and I feel this way. And people are like, yeah, you're right. He's wrong or whatever. It, it, I'm not even talking about my boyfriend now. Just any anything I go through, everyone like they they can give me advice and I don't want to hear it. Or they're like, well, you you need to do this. And right. it's like easy. Yeah, it's easy for you to say, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I totally, and, and of course we all know that, but I, I'm saying that like, yeah. I, uh, I regretted getting on my like soapbox about your life um, because you, whenever I've been through something, you're always the friend that I can count on to see, to play devil's advocate and say exactly what I need to hear, but you actually mean it. You say it in a way, Anya's very good about what you were just explaining. Like, I've been through that before. I know what you're going through where you don't feel like you're being told what you don't want to hear. Oh, thanks. I mean, I'm definitely, especially, I mean, I've definitely been guilty of like all the time, even on this podcast of being like, you should do this. That's fine. No, don't do that. This is what this means. And Mm -hmm. so I get it completely, especially when it's a friend that I care about, like you guys. And, and I feel like I know where this is going. I can see the light, or I can see how this is this car crash is going to play out, you know. But um, I don't know. I also feel like like listening to you, Nick, over the last however long it's been with with Chris, like, and with all my friends in rela- relationships, you don't know what the people are going through. Only they know. And I'm only hearing one side of the story. Yeah, I'm only hearing that one side of the story. And there are two sides. And um. what who am i to say i know anything so all i've heard with you is you know when you're in the throes of it like she's suffering it hurts that must suck i've been there and like i try to i don't know like be compassionate in some way and and also for him yeah and that's what that's what i have that's why you're different than other people you look at it from his side too and then I, that makes me feel so much better because then I, because maybe I'm not doing that because I'm so hurt that all I can see is my side. And you're like, well, think how he's feeling. And maybe, maybe the, you know, he is valid in being angry about this. And then it makes me feel better because I'm like, oh, you're right. Like, it's, you just have a different way of handling when I go through problems that is like so, like, it's changed my life. And it's like the opposite of what Donna says. And this is another Donna thing that I thought about mm-hmm. is when, whenever I or anyone in my group uh, therapy thing talks about like, we give them advice or we say like, I would do this. She's like, you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. No matter what, you, like 99.9% of the time, your friends will give you advice and you will do the fucking opposite. Mm-hmm. And you won't hear what they even say. They, you won't even hear it. Yeah. Like you'll hear it and say, uh huh, yeah, yeah. But like you're going to do what you're going to do. So just do what you're going to do and learn from it. Yeah. That's I how really, I feel. honestly, like th- we, it, we're all going to do what we're going to do. Yeah. And it's just, that's the bottom line because it's, we can't help it. It's too, it's too hard to just like, willpower doesn't work. I wish I could like fast forward five podcasts and see how this plays out. I was just going to say that. Because I, I, I just too. hate, I hate being where I am right now. It's just so uncomfortable. I could cry. It's <laughs> uncomfortable. It sucks. 
it's just like there, there's no certainty in it. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of a Louis C.K. quote that I heard um, or that I read from him in something where he was talking about how writing is like so excruciating because it's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It's the most uncomfortable place you can be in is when you're like trying to do something, but you don't know what you're saying. And he's like, and and that's why we go to our phones or our the internet or call a friend, whatever, to dist- go to the gym, anything to yeah. except to be uncomfortable. And he's talking about like how our society now is just like avoiding discomfort and we all do such a good job of dis- avoiding it mm-hmm. and sometimes you just gotta sit in it mm-hmm. i'll take a pill only... i'll eat this sunday i'll go for a run i'll like I'll, have I'll sex with this person anything i'll online shop for other now. than right i right. will do any because it's the most uncomfortable thing or um think about the, how my relationship might be doomed or whatever yeah is, is face my, it yeah face it yeah and sometimes you just have to like sit in it and you're fucking in it right now and it sucks but yeah. I know that there's going to be an end. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. It's actually been good. Like yesterday, I wrote about it a whole bunch. And I was going to say. It was it? really illuminating. Like, it was the first time in a while that I saw. Wow, you combined the two most uncomfortable things, writing and. What? Like, when I was just talking about, like, the thing I hate doing most is writing and feeling pain about a guy. Oh, and yeah. you were doing the same both. thing at the same time. Very uncomfortable. It was good, And though. she was in a beanbag chair. Because up until then, I was, I was like, blaming the other person for all this stuff. And then while I was writing, I was like, oh, wow, I saw so much of my own manipulation in this. And, like, how I was trying so hard not to feel discomfort. So I would just rather cut somebody out of my life completely rather than being like, hey, I care about you and you're a friend and like, let's meet in the park and like tell the person to their face, like this is really hard for me. Like this whole random hookup thing is actually like uncomfortable. I'm having trouble with it. What do you suggest we do instead of just like, great to know you, bye. Like it was kind of shitty that I did that. And that was nice to arrive at that. And and I don't care if my friends think like, well, that's stupid. It's, it's just, it doesn't, doesn't feel authentic to just, it's certainly Walk not authentic to thing. you. That's yeah. not something you would do. I think you were... Pert- I tried to do the right thing. You were thing, acting as if. And it felt really great in the moment to be like, and that's that. <laughs> and then like, it just didn't. So I just, well, I guess we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. I don't think this is the be all end all of relationships for me, you know, but I, but I also don't think it doesn't feel done. And you know, when something feels done, like I remember you, Nick, going through your breakup the first time around months ago, and it was like, so heart wrenching to watch. And you were, you just, I remember feeling these people aren't done with each other. They just both were prideful in the moment and like ended things because they weren't getting their way, but they both clearly love each other so much. It's just not finished. It hasn't played itself out yet. Yeah, it's not yeah, done. I think you can, that, yeah, I think you can feel when it's done. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, I, well, my joke about it, like, you know when something's done when you're f- when their face makes you want to throw up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not there. <laughs> like, a healthier person can just move on from a relationship when it's like, this isn't working. We want different things. But, like, for me to move on, I have to be like, oh, he fucking grosses me out. Like, that's, yeah, that's, what I, that's where I need to the, be. That's a good feeling when that happens. <laughs> you know, like, they have... And hopefully that is not the way that it will end for me and Chris if Chris and I ever end because I like him and I don't Mm want to hate him. But like for the emotionally immature person that I am, like to move on from someone romantically, I have to 
to like get to a point where I'm like, yuck. It's the worst when something ends and you're still completely in love with the person. Yeah, and yeah. that's, you can't, you can, it doesn't yeah, end. it doesn't. You can't. I mean, sometimes you have to force it to. Like, what if the person dies or what if the person, oh. you know, like moves on and gets married right away? I know people that have, that's happened to and they yeah. just have to get over it. Yeah. They have to f- force themselves to be oh, done. It happens all the time. If someone breaks, if, when a relationship breaks up and one person doesn't yeah, want doesn't to break want up, it. That, then and the one person still wants to be with the person. The other per- that happens all the time, and people just have to. Yeah, that's what happened to me, or at least I thought. Like I, I thought he broke up, and he was like, "It wasn't me breaking up; it was him." And I was like, "Oh my god, he really means this." And I really, if you would have given me a lie detector, I'd be like, "We're not getting back together." Like I was positive of it. This last time, yeah, a couple weeks ago, yeah. Oh, really? I could have told you you're wrong then. I knew. I thought you were going to get back together too. Yeah, Phil and I talked about I, it. Yeah. I fucking believed it. Like, I was like, he does not like Of course, we all anymore. do in the moment. But I really, yeah, I felt well, it. And um, and that's why I had to, like, kill him off in my head. Like, you, you I gone girl him. <laughs> I really did. I was just like, I have to shut off that part of my brain that has emotions. Like, I was not feeling, he, he to me, like, I always, but I had to work with him still. And so I was like, okay. Guy I want to have sex with is dead. Yeah. This other guy that I just work with <laughs> is still around. But what like, a I have to, it was, it was hard. But I, I did it because I'm, that's the only way I could function. And then that part of me, then I was able to resurrect him. Are you guys, how normal is it now? Is it back to where it was? No, 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 no. But it's good. It's, it's stronger. It's on oh, its way cool. to being a lot stronger because of we've just had to get really honest with each other and yeah so it's if we if we make it out the other end which i am 97 percent sure we are then it's gonna be uh it's gonna be really really good yeah you guys have a good thing we needed to have this fucking terrible breakup relationships aren't for sissies i think you have to go through all this stuff you know, Don always says you should have gone through this in high school. You're stunted. <laughs> most most girls learn this stuff in high school. You didn't because you didn't date. Well, I I relate to you. I feel like I'm emotionally about I'm like, twelve are years old. Are you saying that I'm young looking? <laughs> She's like, no, you're not a beauty. And I'm like, oh god, here we are again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think Anya. I think you. Uh, I no. I don't think. I think you're so mature because you're thinking. You're putting how you feel. Yeah. Just for you to go like. Oh, I think I was selfish because I tried to end it. Da, da, da. Most people, I'm listening to you say that. I'm like, there is someone with like great perspective because most people don't do that. Most people are like, he's a dick or whatever, mm-hmm. and then write him off and then never sit back and reflect on themselves. Like, was I also trying to manipulate? Mm-hmm. And yeah. people would be like, you're Thank not trying you. to manipulate. You're just trying to get what you want. And you're like, well, no, that is mani- like that. But most people don't we'll go like, of course, I'm trying to get what I want. That's yeah. what I want. Like no, no one would look at it the way you're looking at it. And Thank the reason you. you're struggling is because you're taking on so much. You're you're taking on what you want. You're taking on other people's like his feelings and all that. And that's what people should do. But most people don't do that. Amen. Anya Marina is a girl who works on herself and tries to be as fair as anyone I know. Like you are serious. You're seriously a lot more emotionally evolved than the rest of us and i and that's what makes your life so complicated yeah. i and am 12 but you should have seen the in- insane 
things I was texting. But yeah, we all have those <laughs> moments, but you actually go back and go, why did I do that? Yeah. But work on it. You don't deny it and just go like, yeah, I did it. I'm well, I have people in my life that would beat me up if I didn't. You're also acknowledging, <laughs> you're saying that you're 12. Most people would just look at it and be like, yeah, well, that's, well, what am I supposed to do? That's what I was feeling. Like you're yeah. reflecting on it. And you have people in your life who beat you up about it because you don't shut those people out. Like yeah. most people... Don't aren't friends with people who will tell them, "Hey, yeah. fuck you yeah. with what you're doing." Thanks, yeah. you guys. I feel good. You're making me. My eyes are watering. Too bad this isn't filmed. It would be such a great watch. <laughs> this has been so far the most tense podcast for me. <laughs> no, I'm sure listening so to good. it is like not fun. No, I think we came out the other end. <sighs> good. I've, I've, I'm sweating. I'm so like honestly, I'm this really is more proud of you for talking pizza, about it, Dad. Uh, I'm sorry no, that I made you no, talk about it. It's okay. I just, you know, I have a thing that my pride is so great that I don't want to not be perceived as really in that outfit. Stro- Fuck you. <laughs> 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 Let's look at what I'm wearing. <laughs> I only said that because you made a comment on the way here that you were like, my outfit's insane. You look good. I, you look so good. You look you're good. a hot lady. When I see... When She's I wearing... See, um, you're wearing a workout outfit. You're wearing gym shorts and a Nikki and Sarah Live I'm cut t-shirt. I'm attracted to women in... Yeah, cute sneakers. I'm attracted to if you're I cutie. if I saw a woman in that exact outfit, like in the grocery store, uh-huh. I, I'm attracted to women. Go to in my exercise. Instagram because really? I'm going to post a yeah. picture. Yeah. I know. I walked ten minutes today. If no, to this if you, train. I mean, if it was like, yeah, I'm attracted to girl. I guess because I like. I love guys in like their workout gear. Not um, not like pro workout gear, but when I see a guy that I've never seen working out before, uh-huh. like I always see him in street clothes, and then yeah. I see him in like. Sweat shorts when that he cut off. When you saw me in my singlet, did you feel that way? <laughs> singlet. <laughs> um, no, but Anya, when I was, uh, I obviously you're, um, were, you know, I consider you a good friend and stuff like that. But after hearing your perspective on that, yeah. I, I don't want to say like I like you more because I already liked you so much. But I think I do. Like I, I just, I'm have. A different level of respect for you hearing you talk about your situation just because you're giving it so much thought I, i'm really impressed at how thoughtful you are oh thanks phil and i already thought you were thoughtful before but you really <clears throat> like just yeah thank you that She's means a lot emotionally no, but, evolved it's so hot what i was saying about my pride before nikki shot down my outfit was yeah, that was mean spirit that i <laughs> It felt right in the moment. It still feels right. I stand by it. Like pride is, now I know why it's seen as like a sin or whatever in whatever religion, because it will get you. Whatever religion. It will get you. It will really take you down. Like when I was doing this writing yesterday about this whole issue with this guy, I was like, I, one of the reasons I want to just stick to my guns, like you said, and not follow, like just stay in isolation and not talk to him ever again is that I want to be a good feminist. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like i want to be i want to be the girl that's like and then i told him bye and yeah. i'm not gonna put up with that and it's yeah. like okay that's the, if that's your reason that's not a great reason no like be a human be a person i know like, but in, and i also and i think a lot of people do this i would selfishly tell you to do that just because for my peace of mind i yeah. don't want to see you being dicked around by some dude yeah, and I did so, the same thing with you off the air yes. the other day when you were telling me yeah. about your situation. I was like, you should be done. And meh, and meh. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I didn't. But to me, that just means like, oh, Anya cares. But like, I don't. I and, and, and it happens whenever someone you care about is breaking up. Or I whatever. know. 
But for me, I wish all the girls in my life, and I guess it's hypocritical because I'm sure I've been in situations, or I guess I was in a situation with Mello where I was like, we were together, but it was like, it wasn't necessarily what she wanted. Yeah, every guy I know is like, dump that guy. Or not about this one, but like about any guy that's not giving me everything I deserve in the moment. He's always like, lose this guy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like all your guy friends give you advice like that, right? But it's just for for us, it's like, I don't want to see a guy, you know, dicking a girl around. Especially guys, guy friends who like you. They're like, he what? He like, he took you to a... he didn't buy like they'll they'll, they'll yeah. spin something that he did right as something like I would no, I I don't know yeah. I dump him. He bought you lobster instead of I'd fuck me. I don't know if I were you I'd fuck yeah, me. I'd fuck <laughs> That's me. funny. That's funny. I love that. <laughs> I mean maybe I'm biased. Uh, well, I love you guys both very much, and I know that you care. I love you too, and and I know nothing. Uh, uh, I think you know. I think you know a lot. I don't. I, don't, I particularly I don't know anything, but I think you know a lot. I wonder what happens five episodes from now. I guess we'll find out in the future. Nikki, good luck in Los Angeles. Thanks, girl. We're really going to miss you. Yeah, this is... So I won't see you for three months? No, two. Probably two. But if you come to LA, we could do one. Yeah, I'm in (laughs) LA. Let's fly to LA. We could always do a podcast and and Skype you, Nick. But I think you'll be back soon, and then we'll fit it in when you come back. I am open to you guys having someone sit in or just doing it yourselves please feel free and I can call in with some salacious story. We'll definitely check in with you, but I feel like we have enough. We have like five podcasts in the bank. Yeah, but it'd be nice. I would like to keep it weekly. Yeah, it would be People good. love it. Well, and we'll we love our listeners. Thank you for yeah. listening and tweeting so at us. Much. It's so nice. Hi, Susan at Odessa in Portland. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Fraj. Can I recommend the podcast Serial? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, if, if you love our podcast, um, it has nothing to do with this other podcast, but this podcast called Serial, have you listened to it? We no. keep talking about it. No. Obsessed with it. It's like a, it's a, it's a episodic uh, This is such podcast. a cute picture you just it. took I heard all me. about it. It's part of uh, This American Life, Yes, yeah, right? This American Life, but it's called Serial, and you start at episode one, and then you go through it, and it's like a murder mystery that's um, kind of unfolding in real life, and it's it's a... It's a real thing that happened in 1999 and this girl's unearthing this thing and it's just amazing and there's all these message boards about it. I'm like really caught up in it. So I cannot recommend something more than that. Oh, I'll check it out. Serial. I've, I've heard people talk but about it. But start at episode one. You can't, you can't okay. just jump in anywhere. Should we, it's like Breaking Bad of podcasts. Should we uh, plug dates? Yes, please. I am playing at Union Hall in Park Slope, Brooklyn for a holiday show December 13th. Mr. Phil Hanley right here to my right will be a special comedy guest. Phil? Yes, I'm excited to do that. Uh, I am at uh, Oregon State University on November 7th. So enroll now. <laughs> <laughs> I like making that joke. I know I've made it already. And, uh, and I'm at uh, Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale, California on... Uh, December 11th to the 14th. Oh, I'll tell my parents to I love come that see place. You. Oh, is it, I've never been there. I heard it's a cool club. It's a cool club. It's great. It's um, Hopefully they fix their PA because it used to suck. But it, it doesn't anymore. Good. It, and um, the hotel is has a lot of waterfalls. Oh, what? really? Weird. Outdoor nice waterfalls. Ho- yeah. Is it a nice hotel? I love good accommodations. Cool. Oh, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Is it right? the, the gym is pathetic. I can't okay. wait to hear you talk about the gym. Okay, <laughs> oh, bye guys. Oh, and also, no, wait, and more also, appearances. More appearances. Okay, and also, uh, 
plug my follow me on Twitter, please. Uh, Fuck Phil the hotel M. amenities. Hanley. Sorry, it's Phil just. M. Hanley. I just went up to the front desk and I was like, "Hey, could you guys take out a waterfall and maybe put in, or like take out a pond and maybe get a treadmill, a treadmill that yeah. works?" Oh, that sucks. And they were like, "Yeah, I know our gym's <clears throat> shit." And I was like, "Just put one in the place of a pond, like outside. It's nice here." All right, uh, I've got nothing. I'm just working on my pilot and come to a taping. It's either going to be December like 19th or 20th or 21st in LA. Um, I will be tweeting about it. So uh, if you're in the area, I would love you at a taping. It would be awesome. Follow Nikki Glazer on Twitter and Instagram. Follow and there's a picture of Anya on Instagram right now of what she looks like. <laughs> Follow Phil M as in Marie Antoinette Hanley <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Anya Marina on Twitter and Anya underscore Marina on Instagram. We love you guys so much. Even though we know nothing, we know that. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.